0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with Joe Palke. We're going to talk about kids. He's actually a teacher and a coach, and we want to tap into that, that the insight that he has, and, and also a collector and a former collector, and, and, and as we were joking, an early reader. And I learned to read, I learned a lot of math from the back of cards, and I, I hope the next generation can jump into, into collecting, as it seemed like everybody in my generation and Joe's generation did. But uh, first, thanks, sponsors, Top Spinini, Upper Deck, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Comsi.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, and Huggins Scott Auctions, all fine sponsors. They want kids coming to the industry as well. So, Joe, Pauke, welcome, teacher and coach. How should the hobby do that? What success have you had with your students? And uh, what advice do you have for the card companies and others, how we can get some more kids in here?
1: I, I don't know how we're going to do it, but one of the things I know is it's awfully expensive to start getting in the industry right now. I, was, I take my daughter. She's seven years old. She's just getting into cards. She loves ripping the cards open, and she loves touching them, but it's hard to hand her a pack that's $50 and say, hey, open that up, but be very careful, even though you're seven. When I was a kid, it was a quarter nickel, something like that. You're ripping a pack, and it, if one got bent, it got bent. It wasn't that big a deal. And I was talking with my, my kids at school, and I, I was in a math class last week. I just had a sub, and we were talking about prisms, rectangular prisms. And just to lead it off, I just had a joke, and I'm like, and everybody knows that the silver prism is the most important basketball card. And there's 15 kids in the class. 14 of them looked at me like I was the craziest guy there is. They know I'm the gym teacher most of the time. And one kid goes, finally, somebody understands me.
0: And he was the only kid that even knew what I was talking about. Yeah, One out of 15 doesn't sound very good, Joe, but at least we got one. And uh, to me, it's it it can be a solitary hobby, but it's so much more enjoyed with, with a group, like in your neighborhood and your in your pack of kids you ran around with. And I, I think you had the same experience when you're growing up. Probably almost everybody was collecting. You, you were out of, it was 14 out of 15 that collected and one that didn't, not the other way around. Absolutely. When I was in school, we were Kirby Puckett, Ken Griffey Jr. Those were the
1: guys, and everybody could talk about it. you bring your cards to school. We're trading, and we probably wasn't supposed to do that, but we did. That's what we did as kids. We were all at recess. We were you know, showing cards and things like that, and now I don't think I would send my daughter with a, a Zion Williamson or anything like that to school. I just don't think that would be a smart
0: decision. Uh, I'll take that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trust your dad to send that in for grading or something. But uh, So you're saying the kids are still familiar with the – sports celebrities of the sports that they they track some of the sports and they know who the stars are, are you saying that they just think connect with the the card aspect some kids
1: are unfortunately some are not we get more and more people on youtubers than be basketball players i think that was every kid's dream growing up was being you know the next M- nba star major league baseball star now they want to be youtubers and things like that which is it's fine and that is but i think one of the reasons why we liked sports as much as we did. It was because we had the cards. We, could, we had something tangible we could hold on to and had a picture of who it was. And that was the guy we wanted to be.
0: One of the things about sports that I liked as a crucible for life is that you find out whether you won or you lost. In YouTube, if you're a YouTuber, I guess you can just edit or you can, some of the trick shots in basketball and things like that. They didn't do that on the first take. <laughs> Absolutely. A YouTuber. Right. But if you want to be good at sports, you've got to practice you got to pay your dues you, you know? got to put in the time and if you do that if you spend a lot of time in a sport i think you'll greater appreciate the amazing abilities of some of the guys we're talking about who are just um, Kirby puckett i think if you walked up to him on the street uh, he's dearly departed now but back in the day he i think he looked more like a football player or a bowling ball than a than an amazing outfielder he he was he i've met him he didn't fit the profile he was but, short I, I, exactly (laughs) but some (laughs) could really relate to that i think
1: absolutely i remember going to see him we were world series in 91 i was at the games and you know he hits the home run and everybody was just we stayed around for 20 minutes after the game just cheering because it was so great and you know then you see him in the street and you're like he did that and i'm like i feel like i could do that if he could do that
0: it was something that he really believed okay but as we're talking hockey's done now and there's still a lot of hockey in minnesota Football is uh, going. Basketball is over now. Baseball is essentially over, almost over. Yeah. As we're doing this, are the kids talking about any of those in your class? Not really.
1: Basketball was the biggest thing, but it wasn't really that big. Hockey is more of a high school thing in Minnesota. I know there's still a lot of wild fans, and there's a few. And there's definitely the kids who really like hockey and
0: they're the hockey players, but it's not every kid. And baseball, ooh. Is that. Are we kicking the problem upstairs to say that not only are kids priced out of the hobby, they're priced out of the sport?
1: I think there's something to that. I remember going to games and it was like, I remember when I was even in college, the twins had an 81 game package for 81 bucks. And so you go, and it was upper deck. It was great. But now cheapest seats, 10, 15 bucks.
0: Yeah. I paid a buck to sit in the end zone for the Cowboys in the, Long time ago. But i but that's not last week. <laughs> not last week, but not, yeah. But I think if the kids don't track with the sport, it's hard to say, hey, go buy some cards and you're going to get these cards that you're going you're to really enjoy, unless they can relate to the players. And so I, I think Major League Baseball, well, all of them need to have a, an organized push to engage this uh, younger group.
1: True. And I think they can, but I, I still think you can watch it on TV. There wasn't as many games on TV. Back then, as there is now, but we still watched them because that was what we watched. And I think a little bit is there's too many options for kids. Yeah. But we wanted to be the be those guys, and we collected their cards. And I just don't see it right now as uh, kids. We see them collecting Pokemon or whatever it is cards in school rather than
0: baseball cards. Do you think kids are? It depends on the demographic. but Do you think kids are? And again, I'm supposed to be the price guide guy, but I don't think it has to be a financial hobby. But there are opportunities to make money. Are, are the kids that you're dealing with? Do they have any sense of the value of a dollar or thinking that, hey, I could buy this for 10 bucks and sell it for 20 and I could actually make extra money? Or is that not even an issue? Because if anything you would have bought in 2019 and tried to sell in 2020, probably doubled in price.
1: True. The one kid who he, he is collecting or he was the collector, I mean, he's selling stuff, but he was the only kid that even knew about baseball cards, really. He was it.
0: When I look back and I think I want to get in a time machine and go back, which you can't do, even though there's TV programs about that, but because there were kids that were collecting in my neighborhood that cared. They just did it because everybody was doing it. And I could have bought up their cards because they just didn't care. There would have been 15 people, a few of them collected, but most people got rid of their cards. And I never really thought about that because I just had my own cards. But you're one out of 15. If there were other people that were collecting cards that no longer wanted them, Maybe they'd give them to him or sell them to him for cheap. But it sounds like the other 14 don't even, it's, it's not even on the radar at all. It isn't. They literally do not know about, they did not
1: know anything about the baseball cards I was even talking about and or basketball cards. It was like they had never even heard of the subject, which was it. But i also go look at Target and Walmart and I can't buy a
0: card there. They're off the shelves right now. whether well, what they have is not what you want if they have anything at all or true and basketball i don't know if there's anything period panini has just announced that they're going to have this kid's crate which is a pre-set group of cards in a box that they're going to send to kids that are uh, 14 and under and it's going to be through well they're going to send it to kids i think they're going to have it make it available to card shops and the card shops i don't know if the card are going to pay 100 bucks or something but it's a sealed box but it's got a blaster and a mega it's got two or three different unopened kinds of things and some other swag and uh, if the card company gets it for hundred bucks, maybe they're selling for, they're marketing it up a little bit. So it's not supposed to be losing money, but you wonder if it's a good deal. Are the parents not going to pounce on it? <laughs> I I'm buying I, it for my 13 year old son and he's not here with me right now, but I promise to take it right to him. And that'd be hard to police. Yeah, it would be. I, I'll tell you right now, I'd bring my daughter cause she
1: loves ripping cards. She thinks oh. it's great. She, she takes my cards and she's going in, she's finding the Vikings, she's finding the twins and she goes and finds her cards that she wants and she's got her little binder and she puts them in and she thinks it's great. She'd be in the card shop in a heartbeat. Well, then that that may happen. Do you
0: think, uh, is a hundred bucks too big of a price point if it's got, if it's got, even if it has a hundred dollars worth of value, it's got three or four packs, it's guaranteed to have an autograph, it's guaranteed to have some game used and it's got some other swag, but do you think a hundred dollar price point, uh, if it's, I don't know if it's quarterly, I don't think it's monthly. So say it's quarterly, something comes out. Does that strike you as being, not as enticing enough for kids it needs to be 20 bucks or 50 bucks or something i think as soon as you get to that 100 dollar, investment and at that point in time i think you're
1: going to have the adults jump in on that because it is such a it is an investment to me i would rather have for a kid i'd rather have some really cheap cards for 20 bucks and just get to open a bunch that's the fun that's my favorite part still is that's why i sell cards is because i want to
0: open more i like opening cards. We did, we did, we're pretty involved with the Cards for Kids uh, movement that uh, was established a long time ago. There's competitors to it, but basically you send them the cards and then they take them to hospitals or boys and girls clubs or things like that. So they're not necessarily in packs and they're not necessarily superstars. There's probably a few good cards in there, but some of them are junk wax and just stuff that people, that somebody doesn't want or doesn't want, maybe get a charitable donation for it. But it just seems to me some of the kids, if they're savvy, they're concerned. These are rejects. These aren't cards that somebody else wanted. And so they're, they're like, I've said before, the little kids want what the big kids want. And, and they're, they're being educated to see that if it's not autographed or game used or serial numbered, then it's, or a rookie card, it's ho-hum. So how do you defeat that? I, I
1: don't know. I I think part of it is getting more of your local team in a pack so I, I don't know how you do that from a panini or a tops but have all the kids packs have you know plenty of cards from minnesota if i'm in minnesota or have them like- dallas based i'm not saying you can't have other people but have the local teams because that's where we're
0: at that's the people we see okay so my daughter she knows the twins she loves them okay so regional and maybe some kind of tie-in with little league or pony league or oh yeah different things but again then but Panini's idea I think is multi-sport because they have basketball, football, and, and, and baseball that they do and soccer. So I think they're going to have a little bit of everything. And I'm not sure that's the best approach from what you're saying, unless it was all Minnesota teams.
1: Yeah. And, I, I like just, you know, pick a sport. and
0: If they don't like the sport, what, what, what,
1: what are the cards going to mean to them? Exactly. How and we idea. have a lot of kids who don't know anything about soccer. And we have a lot of kids who don't know anything about football or baseball and, Maybe they would learn a little bit, but also it could just be something they just, why am I paying for this?
0: Apparently, there's a lot of football players on the Cowboys that don't know a lot about football. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to pick on them, but they, they've not looked good. Like I said, following the sport and emulating some of the outstanding players is a lot of fun. And it, it drew me into the appreciation of the game for for the sports that I played and enjoyed and followed. And if I hadn't followed a sport, then I, it'd be hard for me to to get very excited about it. So. I hear what you're saying. If it's if the, the the leagues and the players' associations and the local teams, if the Twins had a promotion, or the or uh, the Timberwolves or Vikings Timberwolves or the, yeah. the Wild or the Vikings, yeah. I guess he, he yeah. So that, we do that in a heartbeat. Maybe I mean, a better way to do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I mean, and their favorite cards are the Twins. I mean, yeah, Bucks, maybe, and that's our player. Yeah, there may be licensing considerations that make it difficult. But boy, I just If you really want to get kids in there, yeah, that would be. And then the kids could, did you ever, did you collect during the era when they had the police cards? Oh yeah. Because just, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying it's, that was also something where somebody could put it in the hands of a budding collector and it it wasn't about the money. It was about a connection.
1: And I think I work with a police officer at school and he gives out stickers and it's just a, a county sticker that has a little badge on it. And the kids love them. If you gave out a baseball card that had a, or football, or basketball, or hockey, or whatever it is, and it had some kind of positive message on the back. I think that would be a great thing to do.
0: I hear you. I hope the card companies are hearing you too, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna stop now because I think we've filled up the cup of the of the listeners, especially the card companies. That Joe's got some good ideas and. We'd love to see a future generation of collectors raised up in every sport. And uh, its I don't think it's going to happen by accident. its It doesn't happen by osmosis. its It needs to be some t- uh, intentional uh, efforts to try to draw people into what I think is, I, I love sports and collecting is just a wonderful expression of that love of sports. So thanks, Joe Palky. Thanks, listeners. I will be back tomorrow and I'll get Joe back on one of these days and we'll, we'll bat around another topic. So thanks, Joe. Thank thanks, you. listeners. See you tomorrow. The man in the...